Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, how you doing? It's Walter Montero. Welcome back to the Real Estate Mortgage Show. And today we're going to be talking about the difference between a contract rate and a benchmark rate. So I don't know if you've noticed or not, but over the last few months, in fact, it uh, kicked in in January 1st, there's some new mortgage rules implemented with regards to qualifying for mortgages. Traditionally, what would happen is you would go into a bank or, or a mortgage broker and they would basically qualify you based on your income as to what kind of mortgage payment your income would support. And that was typically done at what we call today the contract rate. Because back then, or before January 1st, there was no such thing as a benchmark rate. So we had simply the contract rate. The contract rate and the benchmark rate were one and the same. Well, January 1st, new mortgage rules kicked in. And basically what the government implemented is they wanted to make sure that there was a buffer in the event that interest rates went up that people wouldn't suffer payment shock on a renewal of a mortgage. So what they did was they implemented what's called a benchmark rate. A benchmark rate in contrast to a contract rate is basically two percentage points higher than what you're actually borrowing at or the actual benchmark rate set by the government, which today is 5.34% the greater of the two. So you have to qualify on the benchmark rate as opposed to your contract rate. And as I said, the reason they did that is in the event that interest rates went up, there wouldn't be a shock to the household that's supporting that payment. Now, in the short term, does it make sense? It may or may not. I'm not sure. I'm not a big fan of it personally. I mean, obviously, there's probably a, some people think there's a bias. Hey, you know, your buyers have lost some of your buying power. Yeah, that's true. But really, in the grand scheme of things, these are things that have happened in the past before and nothing like this was ever implemented. My understanding is that Canada is one of the only countries that actually has a benchmark rate. So, it's, it's really kind of a, a silly thing, but I want you to understand the mechanics of this thing. So right now, the best five-year money that we can find out there for people with good credit is 3.19%. We can get you a five-year mortgage at 3.19%, and that's a high-ratio mortgage, okay? And that, again, in itself is something else that we have to qualify. So if you went out and bought, say, a $450,000 house, you would, and you put 5% down, you would have to have a household income of $81,000, okay? So your payment would basically work out to $2,152.54 with 5% down on a $450,000 purchase. Now, makes sense so far, but in order to qualify for that mortgage, you have to qualify under what's called the benchmark rate. So remember what I said, three, 5.34 or two percentage points higher than the actual contract rate, the greater of the two? If we do the math, on a 5.34% mortgage, your qualifying income actually has to be $97,320 for a household income, okay? So even though you're borrowing at a lesser rate, you have to qualify at the higher rate, which really erodes your buying power. So that means you have to earn just a little under $100,000, okay, in order to support that payment. Traditionally, you would have only had to make about $80,000 or $81,000. So those are the differences. Now, with regards to rates, they kind of go all over the place because of all the insurance that's gone on. See, back in the day, banks used to insure their entire book of business through CMHC or Genworth Financial, and they would just insure everything. But now the government has basically made it impossible for banks to back insure 
their entire book. They can only ensure what is actually conforming to the guidelines of these new guidelines, okay? So if you put less than 20%, you can get that five-year money at 3.19%. If you don't put down or if you don't quite qualify within those parameters or the book doesn't quite qualify within those parameters, then the rate actually goes up. It can go up to as much as 3.99%. So in the short run, what does this all mean? It means that all of a sudden mortgages have become very, very confusing. So the best thing for anybody to do is to sit down with a mortgage professional and say, hey, we know that these rules are kind of all over the place. Can you sit us down and figure out what we actually qualify for? And of course, the answer is yes. And you can simply do that by calling Karen at 519-624-9222, making an appointment with Karen, and she would love to go over the process with you. Or you can simply email her at karen at maximumresults.ca. Hope this information was helpful to you. I know it's a little bit confusing, but again, I just want to make sure that people understand the differences between the contract rate and the benchmark rate. Anyway, I hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at maximumresults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at maximumresults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a great week.